1: The following is a hoop ball presentation.
2: Hoopballers. Welcome back to another episode another edition of Today in Sports Betting. I'm your host, Devin Ellington, at D-A-L-E-007. This is a Hoop-Ball.com presentation. Hoopball Gaming on Twitter, where you're going to find all the show goods. And also, for your fantasy basketball needs, general basketball needs, at Hoopball Tweets, at Hoopball Fantasy. We got gurus and professionals of all sorts over there. Points leagues, head to head, nine cat, 11 cat, whatever you need. Want to talk about today's show's sponsor, and that's Manscaped, manscaped.com. Go over there, use promo code H O O P B A L L L 20 hoopball 20. Use it on some of their brand new products like the Weed Whacker that just came out, dual blade, dual motor, smooth, seamless cutting. Going to take care of all those sensitive spots like the ear the nose, other parts I'm not going to point out. But couple that with the mower 3.0, full electronic technology, full on waterproof. Because, you know, doing it in the shower is probably the most easiest, the most convenient place, if you know what I mean. Hoopball 20, you're going to get 20% off free shipping. Great products. They got beard bombs, oils, all that good stuff. Check them out. Let them know we sent you. Get you on mode. Also, real quick, you know, we've got the Hootball Premium content now. It's a fairly new launch for us. We're still rolling it out, giving you the red carpet treatment. And folks, I'm just going to come out and say my favorite part about this is the whole Discord interaction. I've said it before. I'm a technologically not advanced 28-year-old. So I'm learning a lot about Discord. I'm learning a lot about our listeners. And it's fun. It's great interaction. If you just want a DFS pass, we got that for you. $4.99. I shout the guys out every day, feels like. But Santino, Micah Patria, David, they're killing it over there. The DFS servers where I hang out quite often throughout my day. Got the wager pass. Seven professionals making picks for you. You've got access to us. DMs on Twitter, the Discord. However, you need to ask your questions. Then there's the Hootball 360. You're going to get all the fantasy basketball, all the DFS, all the wager pass stuff, all together. $14.99. It's going to pay for itself within a couple of days based off of the DFS and the wager production. We're all killing it right now. So jump on board. Don't get left behind. We'd love to have you. We'd love to have you anyway. If you don't want to give us money, then, you know, that's cool too just leave a cool five-star review for us or something. So today is going to be a great show. We have a friend of the show coming back. He's made an appearance on the show way back when. And it's exciting to have him on now because, well, him and I have been talking college hoops a lot over the last, I'd say month, month and a half, just giving our takes on different systems and plays and analysis and it's a person that I very much so enjoy having interaction with and discussion. Do we always agree? No, nope. but that's what makes it fun. And uh, yeah, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to get him in here. I, I, I You know, I'm not going to soil the goods and spill the beans. He can do that. I want him to give some clarity on who he is. So without further ado. And Mo, I should have asked you this before we came on. Now, your last name is it Delone, like Jake Delone?
3: Perfect, you got it. Okay,
2: all right. That's what I thought. It's a different spelling, but when I saw your name, I was like, I, I, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I'm, I'm no, you know, IQ genius. I grew up in the trailer parks of Oklahoma, so uh, hey, I did my best. I did the hand clap, like syllable sound out thing. So uh,
3: anyways, folks, you'd be, su- you'd be surprised how many times I can pull off that Jake the is my uh, my uncle or, yeah. uh, or something like that. But um, yeah, you got it right.
2: Yeah. You, so my last name obviously is Ellington. So I get away with, oh, yeah, Duke Ellington. That's my great grandfather. <laughs> but people uh, most of the time people don't know who Duke Ellington is. But anyways, folks, this is Mo. Mo Dell on Twitter. M-O-E-D-E-L or is it two L's two L's right triple L M O E D E triple L triple L three of them uh like I said Mo is great he's bright I love having interaction with him I love having the conversation about the collegiate sports a lot of the times we're aligned because we're both smart people and we're both savvy when it comes to these numbers and whatnot but uh You know, Mo, just to give a little background to the listeners, and, you know, just like a reintroduction to you, because we've picked up a lot of steam and a lot of listeners since the last time that you were uh, on the show, way back with Ira. And, you know, here we are now. We've gotten through 2020. Sports are different. Sports are weird. But we've got them. Tell us a little bit about you you know, I, what we talked about off camera is we're both kind of on the same timeline as far as our handicapping. And uh, I feel like we're very similar in our approach, uh, from time to time. So, uh, yeah, take it away, Mo. Let's, let's hear some stuff, tell the listeners, you know, where they can find you, you know, what you love doing, what kind of handicapping you are about, and just some general Mo knowledge.
3: Yeah. I appreciate the intro, man. Um, Glad to be back on the show. Uh, big fan of hoop ball. Um, As you know, I am a Fantasy Pass member. Uh, you know, love sports betting. I got that down. I think I'm pretty good at fantasy sports. Uh, I think I'm really good at fantasy sports. But, you know, uh, I do think that there's a lot of value with hoop ball. Love going on and seeing some of the articles you guys produce. Nothing like waking up in the morning and kind of seeing that waiver wire pickup article. Um, you know, Dan shares a lot of really cool information. Um, same thing with you, uh, you know, love the today in sports podcast and, uh, just really, really glad to be back on the show. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I, have been in the sports betting world for, you know, I want to say maybe like two years, uh, very seriously the past year. Um, you know, I, I was a beginner at, at one point, just like everybody else, um, saw a lot of the mistakes that I was making, did made a lot of adjustments and, uh, you know, starting and starting to do really well. Um, kind of started to get a little bit of a following on Twitter, uh, and, and discord. So, so yeah, that's, uh, that's really the gist of it. Um, really, you know, basketball, football, MLB, uh, really my, my go-to, um, really exciting time to be in sports betting. You know, it's funny you said COVID, um, I think we were all going crazy when sports weren't around. I actually bet on a Madden game on (laughs) Bovada, which is kind of, excuse me, my bookie AG, which is kind of funny. (laughs) Um, but yeah, uh,
2: let's get to it. Absolutely, man. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's funny the levels of degeneracy that we all uncovered within our own thresholds, whenever (laughs) sports disappeared, you know, I've been watching sports. So like I said, my first memory for sports was, I mean, I was like four and I think I was, I recalled watching one of those giant two big screen TVs with like the plastic screen. And I think my first memory was Stuart Scott talking about Michael Jordan, uh, just doing a game highlight for the Bulls or something. And that, I mean, from there on, not to mention me and ESPN share the same birthday, September 7th. I think it's just in my DNA. And when sports was ripped away from us, and not to sound hyperbolistic or like just a drama queen, I literally felt like I lost a part of myself. I had no idea what to do. I literally sat on my couch for an hour or two at a time, just like, staring at the paint like I just right. had no idea what to do and I was bartending at the time so it was like that got shut down too so was, I love bartending <laughs> I love sports and then there goes my identity so uh, I feel you man nonetheless well Mo, again thank you again for coming on bud uh did say many a times how I do enjoy talking with you but uh you know I uh have used one of the systems that you kind of brought to my attention. I think it was day one of college basketball. And we're going to start with college ball here because we're both very passionate about uh, college sports and uh, hoops in general. So, you know, you, you brought to my attention, um, the first half under plays for, you know, games with a high total. And I started rolling with a lot of those and really digging in and finding the key matchups in that. And that's just the sharpness that I think you bring, and uh, you know, especially with college ball. So I'm gonna see if you've got an opinion on this first game of the day uh, that I've got highlighted. It's a four o'clock tip. Tulsa, South Florida opened as plus one for Tulsa. I got it as a pick, and it's moved through to minus one Tulsa. So it's moved through that zero number. Tulsa play some great defense. They've, they've played some tough teams early on. They, uh, and wow, I just refreshed it and moved back down to a pick. I see. That's what I love about this. We can be as prepared as we can and as what we want to do. And and then all of a sudden it changes. But um, like I said, Tulsa's had some really good success early in the season. They've played some tough teams. If I recall, they recently beat Houston, which is a lot of people's final four dark course. Um, they beat Cincinnati by four points. Um, they beat Houston by a point. They beat Memphis. They've beat some teams. Uh, what do you have a take on this game, or is this a pass uh, game for
3: you? Uh, uh, it's definitely um, a, a toss-up. Um, pretty evenly matched teams. Um, it's going to be some really slow teams here, um, but I really, I really don't have uh, too much of a take. Um, you said you're you're picking Tulsa on this game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I got okay. to pick them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, you, USF has got really good defense. Um, you know, both teams really terrible at the free throw line. Um, I, there's just nothing. I'm just trying to figure out, what, you know, what takeaway I can make uh, for this game. Um, but it's definitely going to come down to the wire for sure.
2: I I like the uh, matchup of the bigs in this game. You know, both of them have, both teams have some pretty skilled forwards, uh, active hands, active feet. Like you said, both teams play pretty slow. Under might be a slight lean for me in this at 127. Um, It's going to come down to offensive execution, who can get to their spots and make their shots. But uh, nonetheless, I'm an Oklahoma boy, like I talked about, so I am a little biased to the Oklahoma schools. Uh, Tulsa did screw up the state of Oklahoma sweeping their bowl games this season but you know it is what it is Uh, so moving on off of this Tulsa USF game I wanted to um, have you throw out the uh, game that you um, are looking at you know it doesn't have to be your you know most confident one first we can save the best for last but what's a game that you're looking at today that you are pretty excited for you have some confidence in
3: yeah, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the the, the highlight of the day. I'd like uh, I like this Michigan versus Minnesota game. Um, now, I, I do want to let everybody know that I've been losing betting against Minnesota, but I think this is the uh, this is the, the when I'm gonna win it. Um, right now, I'm on first half uh, with Michigan minus four. That's the line I caught it at. Um, right now, I want to say that the line for it is so it's it's moved up michigan opened up at minus six now it's at minus, um, seven and a half um i, I think the, the the biggest difference here is you know minnesota gets a lot of opportunities at the free throw line um i think that's been a big difference for them to, to to be able to to win a lot of these ball games um and be 10 and 2 that's something that michigan doesn't do um you know michigan doesn't foul a lot uh, I don't think they're going to give Minnesota that opportunity. Um, I also like, uh, you know, Michigan's uh, rebounding ability. Um, I think they're going to out-rebound Minnesota uh, on the offensive and defensive end um, and, at the, and that, the second chances. I mean, Michigan eats up second chances. So I think that first – what I'm going to do, what I like to do, just to let everybody know, is I like to bet the first half. And, um, and you know, I'm, I'm a big live better. So what I like to do is I like to split one unit with um, betting on the first half, see how the game is going, and then um, double down on my pick. Obviously, I love the pick so much I'm going to you know, put my hard-earned money on it. Um, double down on my pick. Let's say you know I got Michigan minus four uh, first half. Um, let's say Minnesota gets hot early and I can get Michigan money line or Michigan minus four for the entire game um so i'll double down so i got one full unit on the game one half a unit on the first half half a unit on the full game um so that's really my um my uh my technique per se um and the michigan's defense i mean i think they're gonna they're gonna give minnesota a lot of problems um so uh, i mean i would not be surprised if michigan uh beats minnesota by double digits
2: you yeah you know like you you hit it on the head for me there i, I looked at this game and i just honestly wasn't sure like you said minnesota is a weird team i've had uh you know a, a rough go of it trying to uh figure out this minnesota team i've i've bet on some totals and lost in games they were involved in um i bet against them like you said you hit it on the head with the free throws uh Not to mention Michigan's got Dickinson, um, freshman of the year, in my opinion, right now for the Big Ten. The kid just gets rebounds like it's nobody's business. Like, you know, Rodman reincarnated and uh, he's physical. They've got Franz Wagner in there, uh, Mo's younger brother, obviously. And then Isaiah Livers, man, Isaiah Livers is really good. Uh, and then here's one player I'll throw out there that I really like it's a transfer from uh, Columbia an Ivy League guy Mike Smith he's an upperclassman him and Isaiah Livers combined it it offers Michigan so much composure and an extension of the coaching staff and of Jawan Howard on the court and those two guys they, they the execution between them and the way they get their offensive uh unit rolling it's it's great and then you know, just want to throw it out there. The first half total 71 and the system that, you know, we've kind of talked about, I think maybe, maybe, maybe that first half under might be in play. I'm going to have to dig into that a little more, but uh, as of right now, I already locked in the Michigan minus four in the first half. Alakar you, thank you so much. Uh, You talked me into that because I, like I said, I was trying to find an angle in this game because I think it's going to be a fun game. And I like this Michigan team this year. They look good. Um, Want to throw out
3: nice, another nice. one of you? Uh, j- just, to, just to stay on that Michigan-Minnesota game, give everybody a little more confidence. And, uh, you know, Devin, I think you're definitely a lot more knowledgeable when it comes to the personnel on the court. Um, you know, I'm more definitely more of a, a technical guy as far as I, I really like to dig into the numbers and see what's, um, you know, where I can find an edge. So Minnesota is number one in the country for free throw attempts per 100 trips. So they're number one in the country. That means they're, they're they're getting the most amount of free throws. Michigan is number nine at um on defense fouling and um, sending the opponent to the free throw line. Yeah. So uh, I think that's pretty big. Um, you know, Michigan is not gonna be is not gonna put themselves in that position. Another big factor that I really like and it makes a a really big difference here is second chance points. You know, we're talking about the bigs for Minnesota, for Michigan. Um, you know, Michigan is number eight in the country for second chance conversion. Um, Minnesota on defense is ranked 175th in allowing second chance points. Yeah. Um, so, and then when you look at the matchup on defense, um, you know, Michigan's ranked sixth in the country in field goal percentage allowing. Um, you know, they're 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 you know, mid-range game, they're fourth in the country. Um you know, uh, potential quick points off of breakaway steals, uh, third in the country. So I think, I just think that uh, that this, you know, Minnesota has had a good run, but I think this Michigan team is going to be a little bit too overwhelming. So
2: they're just so well rounded, well coached, yeah. well rounded. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. Great, great points. I'm excited to see how that game unfolds. I think you've got something there. Um, it's just all about that hustle for them um, on the second chance stuff. I'm going to kind of rapid fire and just, you know, shotgun, you know, pellet blast a couple of two, three, four, maybe of my picks. And if you want, stop me and then let me know, you know, kind of what you think on a game or if something, you know, rings a bell. All right. So I'm going to talk a little bit about, about Virginia Tech Louisville. I went ahead and took Virginia Tech plus four on the road. It's at plus five now, but it opened at plus five. So it's kind of being sandwiching in between those movements I don't think Louisville's for real at seven and one Virginia tech buzz Williams, you know, they're going to play defense, Samford, Chattanooga. I know it, it's a, it's the marquee matchup of the night. It's, it's, it's these amazing small schools. Uh, Chattanooga's defense is so good. So good. They have a lot of seniors on that team. I'm taking the under 154. Um, it was at 155 at the opening bell. So some downward movement, but now it's shot back up to 156. So I'm a little concerned. Georgetown Butler leaning, looking at the over one forty two.
3: But let's go. Let's go back. Let's go back to that Sanford Chattanooga real quick. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that's kind of funny. Such a random game. I'm already on Sanford first half plus three and a half. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um. And uh, you know, I I just think that you know the record doesn't tell the whole story. Um. You know, Chattanooga is nine and two Sanford's five and four. Um, I just think that this game should be a pick them. Um, uh, I think six points is, is, is a lot. Um, you know, Sanford is a pretty balanced team. Um, you know, looking at the numbers, these, these two teams are, are pretty balanced. There's really no uh, major edge, you know, both teams can make it rain from the three. Um, I mean, you know, you know, there's not really much, much defense here. Uh, so um I, you know, Sanford is is one of the fastest teams in the country, uh, ranked 18th in pace. Chattanooga, uh, one of the slower teams, 276, and I think that's going to cause some problems in in um, you know capping this game. Um, I think it's going to be you know I think this game is going to come down to the wire. So I really like I like Sanford first half plus three and a half, and uh, you know I'll live bet it. You know, the, the line is – uh where's the line now? I mean, these these small game lines move like crazy. So, uh, you know, we got the line. So, the line is minus – yeah, Chattanooga minus six is the consensus. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So, I mean, you know, Chattanooga starts off with a little small lead. You know, I'm, def- I'm going to live bet Sanford plus 10. Um, but I'm already on Sanford plus three and a half first half. I just think this is going to be a very evenly matched game.
2: I, you know, I can't agree with you more Um, as much as I do like Chattanooga and watching them. You know, it kind of is parallel with my underplay, you know, it being a close game. And then, you know, just to throw it out there, Sanford only lost by four points to Georgia. They beat Belmont by double digits. And look at what Belmont's doing the teams right now. And then they also um, they also beat VMI by 13 points. And VMI is one of the best small schools, in my opinion, this year. They offer the most. Uh, not the most, but I mean, VMI could very much so be in the tournament this year. Um, very much so. They look they look the part. Um, they just got to handle their conference business, obviously, being a small school. But yeah, yeah, uh, I'm with you on that. I, I think it is going to be a close game. Chattanooga, like you said, they play slow. I usually like supporting the team that's going to uh, speed a team up versus slow a team down because I think it's just a different adjustment, you know, and so... I really like that uh, that take for you on there. So I'm, I'm probably going to have to go ahead and tell a couple of your first half picks today. You're talking me into all sorts of stuff. Uh, again, real briefly, Georgetown Butler, just looking at the over, no defense played by both teams. Um, they just got to hit their shots. I'm taking the nine and a half with Georgia against LSU. It opened at 10. It's at eight and a half now. I got my nine and a half. George Mason, they've been covering a crap ton of games lately and playing phenomenal ball, especially on the offensive side. They're hosting VCU, getting 6.5 points. It's down to 5.5 now, so there's been some movement in my favor. That always makes me feel a little confident, sometimes fishy, but, you know, it is what it is. St. John's, Xavier, lots of returning experience for both teams, good coaching staff. St. John's, though, plus 7. That's a lot of points. Xavier's playing really good ball this year, but St. John's, they returned all five of their starters and their sixth man, as well as had a strong recruiting class and a couple of transfers come in. So the continuity is what gives me confidence in this. Not to mention the totals come down a little bit. So I think people are thinking it's going to be a closer game. St. John's wouldn't shock me if they go ahead and get a road win against Xavier tonight, plus seven. All right, I'm going to pause there on my stuff. Let's hear another one from you, Mo. Let's dig into another pick that you got for us.
3: Yeah, so um, Nicole College versus uh, Lamar. Um, that was my next
2: just, game. I'm so glad you brought it. It was literally on my – okay, perfect. Go really? for it. Sorry. Sorry, I got excited.
3: <laughs> so uh, I, I'm, I'm on the first half over 68. Um, and, uh, you know, these this, this is two fast-paced teams. Um. Uh, You know, both, I think, I think it's going to be a mess. These are not, you know, good teams, but what these, what these two teams do do very well is um, be able to, uh, you know, get breakaway steals and breakaway points. So um, I think it's going to be a messy game. I think there's going to be a lot of quick points off of breakaway steals, Um, you know, nothing to brag about um, as far as, you know, on on offensive uh, efficiency or even on the defensive efficiency, but I, you know they uh, Nicole is 59th in pace. Uh, Lamar is 36th in pace, so it's definitely going to be a, a, you know a high tempo game. Um, so I, I can definitely see the first half um, you know going over uh, 68. Uh, real quick, just want to see um, had it up. I just want to see what they did the last time here. and I uh I lost it. Why don't you, why don't you uh give me your take? I know you're on it and I'll get I can get back on sure. that.
2: Yeah, so this it's so funny. Like this is a, and th- honestly, this is why well, I, we're going
3: to be the only two guys watching.
2: Exactly. Yeah,
3: exactly.
2: <laughs> Which is why I was so excited to have you on cuz I know we just kind of think alike with a lot of this small school stuff. Uh, It's just really funny. Like, how? what are the chances that you're going to get two handicappers, one uh, host and one guest on a show, and then, like, they're just going to talk about Lamar and Nickel State for five minutes? Uh, I mean, that's pretty pretty awesome. Um, I took the Lamar plus seven and a half. A lot of the reasonings of which you spoke on uh, gave me confidence in that just because, like you said, they both play fast. They're both inefficient. And whenever I have two bad teams, quote, unquote, playing against each other, it's easy for me to take the, you know, the dog because it's going to be a rock fight. Like, it's just going to be whoever cannot screw up the most. And, you know, seven and a half is a lot of points for uh, a game like this, in my opinion.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, um, I, I still think Nicole is obviously going to win. Uh, you know, it, it, it could definitely um, come down uh right around that that seven point but I you know I can't argue that that uh seven and a half is is solid um going back to I mean the last time these two played the halftime score was 38 to 37 Lamar was up uh that was just in February 2020 and it's not like these you know these guys are not have one um, <laughs> these teams are you, pretty similar you mean similar. Lamar's not sending guys to the NBA Right. Yeah. So, I mean, you mean, know, team, right. Teams aren't going to be too different from the previous years. Um, so, yeah, so last year, 38, 37 was the halftime score. That would have blown right over that, uh, that first half number. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's going to be a fun game to watch. It's going to be real sloppy. Um, so, um, you know, going, going back to your plus seven and a half. The only thing that scares me is that, um, you know, Nichols takes a lot of shots. Um you know they're 22nd uh, in the country, um, so field goal attempts per hundred tr- trips. Um, they're 22nd, and uh, Lamar is 27th in allowing the most amount of field goals. Um, so it's uh, it's gonna be a good one, it'll be fun to watch if you yeah. if you, uh, if, you can, if you even have that channel.
2: <laughs> Wait, let's see, it's uh, let me find the it's not even listing a channel on the media guide. So you might have to go to the Reddit uh, college basketball streams subreddit. That's yeah, where yeah. I usually get my streams. Um, funny, funny. I can't believe that we just talked about Lamar and Nichols. I mean, I can because I probably was going to anyways. But um, yeah, fun and sloppy, just like my normal Wednesday nights. So
3: yeah, could be could be uh, a big under or a massive over. We'll yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. They could combine for like 40 points in the first half, but I don't think that's happening. Um, I'm just going to throw this game out there. It's not anything on my card. That pretty much wrapped up my card as of right now, other than the Creighton minus five against Seton Hall. um, I need to dig into it a little more. I don't have really too many talking points on that game. Uh, Just something that stuck out to me whenever I was making my card yesterday. But the four o'clock ESPN plus tip uh, today we have two 4 tip, uh, four o'clock tip games. Uh, St. Joe's, or is Joseph's? St. Joe's, I can't remember. St. Joe's uh, and St. Bonnie. It's a Ooh. battle of the Saints. Um, St. Saint Bonnie's minus 13, over under 149.5. It's dropped from 154. A lot of line movement on the total. So that's given me reason to believe that the, the odds makers, the betters, the human psychology alike, believe that, you know, this is going to be a closer game. So if I was going to lean on something and give some sort of blind analysis, plus 13 for St. Joe's, I mean, they're 0-7. So it's an obvious buy low spot, minus 110 on the plus 13. Not playing it, not a huge, huge lean for me. But again, blind analysis for the four o'clock tip, if anyone's interested in that, maybe look at a live bet. If you can get like 15 to 20, uh, 17 on the live line, for Saint Joe's, I would entertain that. Um, but you're the sure. first half guy, so maybe like a St. Bonnie's first half cover.
3: I don't know. It's 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 ugly. I mean it's ugly one. It's the the pro so St. Joe's, they've got, you know, their uh Ryan Daly is I mean, he's the scorer on their team. Um he, he's pretty sure he's gonna be out. Um so, and I can't believe you know this team has a key has a key player, right? An 0 and 17 has a key player. But um, yeah, I mean I just you know St. Joe's is allowing 89 points per game. I uh, wouldn't be surprised if St. Bonnie dropped a hundred on them. Um, you know, they've had you know they've had a, a Tennessee drop the hundred and I tell me mean, Tennessee's Tennessee, but still. Um, it's just ugly. I mean, I don't know if there's a, a number that I would comfortably um, back Saint Joe's. Um, so it's uh, w- without, I mean, if, if, if Daly was playing in the game, they could potentially stay competitive. Um, but uh, yeah, man, 13 points is a lot. I mean, you're right, actually, you know, 13 points is, is a lot, but that's uh, you know, St. Bonnie isn't anything um, too overpowering, but uh, yeah, St. Joe's is bad.
2: They are. They're, they're pretty terrible. Um, just to throw it out there, team total for St. is 81 and a half. Um, okay. I could see him getting to like 83, 84 if they execute. Um, ultimately, it sounds like a pretty decent stay away spot for both of us. Um, 430. and This is Eastern time, y'all. Sorry. Y'all's time zones don't matter. Me and Mo are over here on the <laughs> Eastern Seaboard, so get with the program. Uh, Pittsburgh, Syracuse. Pretty, pretty uh, interesting line here. Pittsburgh's a 5-2 team going up against a Syracuse team that I've backed them in a couple spots this year, and they haven't covered. 11-point um, spread right now. And the fact of the matter is it's a double-digit spread. And the totals come down a couple points. Again, I look at the way the total's being played to kind of see and gauge what it's going to do to the spread. And it's gone from plus nine to plus eleven. So what I'm seeing is people think that it's probably going to be more in favor to Syracuse scoring more points and Pittsburgh scoring less and covering this eleven point spread. But I just don't see it. Like you know, I even beyond this year, Syracuse, I, I just don't really recall or see them covering big spreads that often they just seem to have issues with it and I I, I don't know what it is if it's a Beheim thing if he likes Vegas too or something but he just doesn't cover the big spreads and Pittsburgh plus 11 to me I think there's a little bit of value in it um not an official play like I said we're just kind of throwing some games out there um, for hopefully the listeners to maybe make their own analysis and find some conviction and value in these lines but yeah you know I just it's a four thirty tip. So not a lot of basketball going on at that time. I think a lot of people are going to be watching this game. So I figured I'd talk about it.
3: Yeah. I mean, if you need, if you need action. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's scratch you know, the itch. There you go. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, you're right. I mean, I, I, I like the points. Um, you know, both teams are good on the, on the defensive end. Um, not much on, on the offensive side. So yeah, um, I think it's. I think I like the under. Kind of surprised that 140. I think I would rather put this game around like 135. Um, So uh, yeah, I mean that's that's all really. I mean both teams are. You know Pittsburgh's allowing 64 points per game. Syracuse is allowing 67 points per game now. Obviously, um, you know Syracuse is scoring uh, 80 83 points per game. But I mean the numbers are just. You know they they don't really they don't really show it. I mean, 50. They're running 55 in offensive efficiency, which is not bad at all. Um, you know, Syracuse's uh, free throw percentage is definitely an edge. Um, nothing to brag about from the three point line, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I I like the I like the under on yeah. on this game if I had to play it.
2: And just one last thing on it, and we'll move on. Obviously, it's not a huge game for us, but Pittsburgh's defense is you know like they they were the that's the reason why. I, I was comfortable with like, maybe like a lean on this, um, this one here. And Pittsburgh beat Northwestern, you know, they beat them by a point. They beat Miami by 15. So um, they've, they've played some teams. They've beat some teams. I, I believe, uh, I believe that that's a lot of points and I don't think Syracuse is going to cover.
3: Yeah, um, no, I, 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 I completely agree for sure. Um just, just going, just going off the defensive numbers real quick. Um, you know, Pittsburgh's allowing twenty nine percent three point percentage, field goal percentage thirty nine percent. Same thing with Syracuse. Syracuse only allowing twenty nine percent from the three point line, thirty eight percent field goal percentage. Um, both teams are do really well with second chance points. Uh, Syracuse is ranked twenty second in the country on defense, not not allowing second chance points, and Pittsburgh is thirty first. In, uh, in the country in not allowing um, second-chance points. So I'm liking the under more and more and more, but uh, definitely would rather take the points in this game. It should be a, a little bit more of an even, it should be an even matchup.
2: Yeah. You got to stop talking to me in this stuff because, like you said, that 135 area is where you were looking. I put a number of 131 on it for myself. Um, with the defense, the inefficient offenses, and lack of second-chance opportunities – Think we might be on to something here, bud. <laughs> um, a really awesome A10 matchup, and I'm just speaking on this as a basketball fan. I'm not really looking to handicap it too much. I would, you know, if you have an opinion on it, sure, uh, hit it out of the park for us, bud. But uh, Rhode Island and Richmond, this is going to be a really fun matchup. It opened at plus six. It's down to plus four and a half. Rhode Island, the road dog, 145 is the total. Richmond. I love this team. We we were on the opposite sides of a Richmond game uh, a couple weeks ago.
3: I think it was.
2: And, yeah, I had Davidson. They were, yeah, they were Davidson. winning the
3: entire game until the last <laughs> yeah. until when it counts.
2: I I almost congratulated you like ten minutes <laughs> in, and I was like, no, just hold on. Like, there's a reason you like this team. I mean, the whole squad is seniors. You know, they're just so balanced. Um, again, college basketball fan here. Six o'clock tip on CBS Sports Network. This is a game that I'm probably going to have on my TV while I shift between streams on my laptop. I love the A-10. It's a fun conference. And like I said, I I want to get more data on this Richmond team. I want to take them in more because I'm just a fan of how they play. They're just kind of – they embody how I think I would play if I was skilled enough to be out there dribbling the ball and shooting it. I I love the coaching. And uh, like I said, just pure basketball fan uh, game right here. Didn't know if you had a thought on it.
0: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
3: Uh, I mean, I, I personally, I, I don't have an edge on um, on this game. I mean, it's, some of the numbers are just crazy. Richmond is shooting 50% field goal percentage. Um, that can't crazy.
2: Be. That's crazy. That's got to regress at some point. And it uh, could start tonight.
3: Um, yeah, well, that's, that, I mean, it's, it's, a definitely, it's definitely a good matchup for sure. Um, but as far as uh, as picking a side on this game, I'm gonna leave that up to you. Um, oh, no, sounds no, like no. you've been you've been following Richmond pretty uh, pretty consistently here.
2: Yeah, you know, like you said, that high shooting clip makes me a little weary just because they come out and shoot like. 39 percent 42 percent tonight you know they're obviously going to be putting up less points than what they have been so therefore they wouldn't cover but like i said pure basketball standpoint here uh i i I think it's going to be a fun game not fun to handicap so sorry listeners we're punting um throw 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 one or two out for us bud what do you, you got some other you got another pick out there we got some really, really great games left on the slate. I just don't want to steal any of your thunder.
3: Yeah, no, I uh, – not all my picks are in just yet, but uh, but one I am on is uh, BC-Duke, uh, first half under. Um, doesn't really matter to me if Jalen Johnson uh, plays or not. Um, word – I mean, he's, he's been out for about three, four weeks. He's obviously a, 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 a key player for Duke. Um word is he he might come back, but I don't really think it's gonna make um, too much of a difference here. Um, you know, I I think I think Duke's defense is is gonna be the difference here. Um, I think they're gonna be able to slow down uh you know BC. Both teams are pretty terrible from the free throw line. Uh Duke shooting 68%, uh BC shooting 69%. I mean, if there's anything that's gonna kill your first half under, it's gonna be free throws. Okay. Um, that last, you know, that last two minute of the first half and both teams are in the bonus. Um, uh, both teams actually don't really foul much either. Um, you know, BC is 45th in the country and allowing free throw attempts. Um, Duke is 65th in the country. Uh, so not too bad. Um, you know, so I just, I think, I think 71 is a lot for the first half. Um, real quick, just want to see, what they did last year here, obviously. Uh, I know Coach K won't be there um, for the game since he's on uh, COVID protocol. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's see. And they have haven't played sure.
2: in like what two weeks?
3: Yeah. yeah. So 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 last last time they played, first half was twenty-one to twenty-four. Oof. So I think this 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 line is at seventy one, um, you know, mainly because of BC's offense. Uh, you know, their efficiencies forty eighth in the country, um, field goal percentage is thirty first in the country. Um, excuse me, uh, that's that, that's incorrect. It's forty fifth, forty five percent, seventy first in the country. So BC's offense is is capable, but I, I just think Duke's going to shut them down. Yeah,
2: yeah, you know, and. Um... Man, you, you got to get out of my head because this was actually another game I was going to see if you had like a thought on just because I thought it was a little weird with the Coach K thing, them not playing games. I, I do like this BC school, like, uh, you know, they, they returned a good amount of production. As far as ATS goes, they've been faltering a little lately, but, you know, they have covered in a good amount of their spots and they've covered some tough spots um, also. Uh just want to throw Arkansas, Tennessee out at you. Nine and one, Arkansas, seven and one, Tennessee. Uh, Arkansas's getting eight and a half points. I think that's because the perception is that they just lost to Missouri. Now, Missouri's a good school or a good team. I don't know about their institution. I, I didn't go to college for more than a semester. So the fact of the matter is Arkansas's on the road playing Tennessee. Tennessee's a great team. They, they look like one of the best teams in the country. Um, but Arkansas, like, you know, they're, they're such a good defensive team. They have a great coach out there, Nate Musselman. Um, eight and a half points. I, I just, and it's, it's it's come up from the seven mark. So I'm trying to decide what to think of that. I can't see Tennessee winning by double digits, but that's just a hunch. Um you know, a hunch. I, I something's weird about this line, in my opinion.
3: It's a lot of points for sure. Um, I think uh, the X factor here is uh, Justin Smith for Arkansas is going to be out. Um, that's Good a key point. player. Good point. Uh, for for Arkansas, so um, probably a big reason why the line is moving in Tennessee's favor. Um, I know Jaden Springer from Tennessee is questionable. Uh, uh, probable. So he's he's yeah. So that was just yeah, announced. Upgraded. Yeah. So he's um, yeah. That was actually yesterday. So so he's probable. So I think that's going to be um, the difference maker here. Obviously, without Arkansas's key player, it's not the same team. Um. So it is. Uh, it, it is. Uh, it, it's it's tough to really rate Arkansas here without without their key player and 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 you know you've got Tennessee at 100 percent I mean Tennessee is just solid across the board
2: um yeah the Fulkerson kid for Tennessee that stretch mm-hmm. forward he's really talented um just to piggyback on the Smith news um that Missouri Arkansas game I was watching it real closely because you know I gave it out it was like a three unit play uh, on the wager pass and I got to see the true freshman that filled in for Smith. I think his last is Daniels, if I remember right. Um, high recruit, very capable. And um, I think he's actually, in, he's going to be the X factor um, tonight. So look out for that uh, freshman guard that's going to be starting for Arkansas in place of Smith. Um, you want to throw one more college game out before we transition over to NBA or you, you, you kind of tapped on your side?
3: What do you think? Uh, yeah, just I mean one more that I've that I've already locked in. I mean, if it's already in, I'm I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty confident in it. That's gonna be um, it's a late night, 10 p.m. action, so you, you West Coast guys can can definitely enjoy that one. But um, it's the I'm going New Mexico first half, under – I got it at 65 and a half about an hour ago. I'm not sure um, what the line is now. Um, quite frankly, I, mean, I, I would be surprised if New Mexico scores 20 points in the first half.
2: They're um, atrocious.
3: Yeah. And, and, you know, Utah state is, is really good, um, on the defensive end. Um, you know, New Mexico, man, they've got, they've got nothing to brag about. They, they really don't, um, you know, Utah state's got them dominated in every category on a defensive end. Um, you know, n- another good thing is, you know, Utah State is the better team. They're going to control this game, and they're a slow team. They're yeah. ranked 270th in pace. Um, so, I, I mean, I just think that New, New Mexico is going to be shooting bricks, and Utah State's just going to be playing slow ball and uh, uh, should stay under 65, 65-and-a-half. Um, 65 uh, should be prepared with that. I'm, happened I'm last seeing 64
2: and a half out there, so it looks like you got the better side of that movement for the first half. There you
3: go. So, um, that, that's no, always half good point's news. a half
2: point. Like it's it can make a huge difference.
3: Yeah. So, just, just to uh, just a, a word of warning, um, you know, my the first half under system wins by a margin of 1.14 point. So, that is slim. That's yeah. So, it's a lot of sweating. I'll tell you that. Give if us some credit, watch, guys. Give Mo if a if lot of credit. Yeah. If you're going to sit there and watch your first half unders, you are going to be sweating bricks. it's not it's not for the faint-hearted
2: every shot is just like oh oh yeah
3: yeah Yeah, seriously
2: since you got me on the first half train i've i've got a lot of gray hairs coming in here now like i think i have like a whole just patch you can't see it because i got a lot of hair but like i got (laughs) like this whole like streak of just freaking gray uh as a 28 year old I i like it i embrace it get my mr fantastic on yeah, and, and
3: just just one, one last thing on that New Mexico game. Both teams shooting are just god-awful from the free throw line. Uh, New Mexico shoots uh, 68%. And Utah State, who I think is going to be controlling this game, shoots uh, 66%. Um, Utah State also 25th in the country in, um, you know, sending opponents to the free throw line. Uh, so, you know, they're not going to be – fouling new mexico to the point because they're the better free throw shooting team but overall i just think this is a good first half under i'm gonna live bet the you know if if this game starts fast uh you know the line right now is at 137 and a half this game starts early it starts fast for whatever reason utah state just comes out 10 nothing in the first two minutes i can probably catch a live bet under 148 and you know i feel like it's stone cold lock
2: yeah and the under has like you said the under has been creeping a little bit uh creeping down so um very very good call on your part well mo let's transfer over to the nba excuse me but before i do let me talk about my bookie.ag other show sponsor today and i don't want you to hear other and things like like the stepchild or whatever we we love all of our sponsors but I just, you know, put them in the middle of the show because it's a good transition point. MyBookie.ag, go over there, use promo code Hoopball, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L. You're going to get a 100% initial deposit match all the way up to $1,000. They've got phenomenal customer service, diversity as far as what you can bet on, like you said, we were betting on Madden. I've talked about my Croatian table tennis days and my Czechoslovakian table tennis. So they that I was live betting that like crazy on my bookie when sports was taken away from us. And, um, you know, it's just that that speaks volumes on them. Even when there were no sports, they were helping us scratch that itch. Uh, good customer service. I talk about Gmail, Uncle... Brandon, my dad, and my little brother all the time and how I got them set up with accounts. There's literally something for everyone on mybookie.ag. If you even want to just go play some slots, some blackjack. I was messing around with roulette the other night. Never played roulette in real life, but I figured, hey, you know, let's let's throw some black or even or whatever. So I did. It was fun. Won a few bucks. You know, it is what it is. Mybookie.ag. Bet, win, get paid. Use promo code hoopball. To go ahead and get that deposit bonus for yourself or a family member. Maybe you didn't get them a Christmas gift. So gift them with some free betting money. All right. NBA time. We got a pretty extensive card, lots of stuff to look at. See, we I think it's a 10-game slate. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I was off by one. Sorry, guys. Um, First and foremost, I'm just going to throw this one out and we can move real quickly from it. Looks like I mean, the line has moved opposite of my favor. And uh, after seeing Utah play last night, I understand why, because this is a bounce back spot for them. Utah minus seven and a half on the road. It opened at six and a half. I went ahead and took New York Knicks plus six because, well, they've been covering and they actually look good. They're playing defense. They're closing out on shots. They're getting second chance points. Julius Randle. He's pretty much averaging a triple double. And, you know, Coach Tibbs, man, Tom Thibodeau, yeah, I think he's got him going the right direction to over. And then I'm sorry, the total has gone down from 215 to 213 and a half. So it looks like less points are looking to be scored. I think there's going to be a fun battle on the inside with Mitch Robb and Rudy Gobert, um, coupled with, like I said, Mr. Randall. RJ Barrett's starting to play a lot better, and uh, yeah, Knicks plus six for me.
3: Yeah, this is this uh, this this Knicks team is 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 sneaky good, um, and yeah, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure the Jazz played terribly last night because they're just absolutely exhausted. Um, you know, looking at their they're on their a uh, back to back um, brutal second game of a back to back. They've all, also been on the road.
2: Uh, that was my bad. But I meant to mute myself. Oh, <laughs> uh, no <laughs> not th- Was the last thing. What
3: was the last thing I said?
2: Uh, the back-to-backs. The the Jazz. Okay. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah.
3: So, um, no, no worries, no worries. Uh, yeah. So, so I mean, the, yeah, the Jazz are on uh, second. They're on the second game of a back-to-back, which is big. Also, been on the road. Um, looks like they were away playing Brooklyn, uh, away playing San Antonio. Uh, and now, um, they're in, uh, the, the, they're still in Brooklyn. Obviously they're playing the Knicks, uh, in New York. Um, so, uh, I think that the numbers, uh, do point towards the, the Knicks covering this game. And quite frankly, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if the, uh, the Knicks, the Knicks win the game. I, I, I got Alfred Payton and Mitchell Robinson on my fantasy squads. Um, And Alfred Payton's been, you know, he's been doing well. He's been playing um, really well. I want to say, I want to say if somebody's coming back.
2: Merlin's Noel might be coming
3: back. (laughs) Um, Not coming back. I'm sorry. Reggie Bullock might be out. Oh, oh. Um, He is questionable. Um, I know Alec Burks is out. Um, but Reg, Reggie Bullock is out. I, I still can't decide if that's a good thing or a bad thing um, for for the Knicks. Um, I do like Emmanuel quickly getting uh, getting more burn. Um, I mean, you know, last thing you want is Reggie Bullock out there going one for, for six from the three-point line. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I like it. I'm not yeah. on it yet, but I definitely like it.
2: Well, I like it too. I have a projection of, like, plus five and – 5.9. So it's like right at that six number. Like you said, Emmanuel quickly. I think that's actually a good upgrade. He plays better defense than Bullock does. And then he, you know, plays a little more closer to the basket. So maybe he'll get some more fouls drawn, help the Knicks get into the bonus quicker. Uh, yeah, for sure.
3: Let's
2: see. Make sure I keep going in order here. Nope, that was a 7:30 game. i totally skipped over the seven o'clock game. Sorry guys. All right, so seven o'clock, Houston, Indiana. You have any opinion on this one? I don't.
3: Uh you know, this is one of those games where it you know, you gotta you gotta go Houston plus two here. Um, you know, uh, I, I think you know Harden is 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 I think he's gonna mesh a little bit better um, with, with John Wall. I know he's active. He did have that uh, ankle issue that he was dealing with. Um uh, I, I like I think I think the wrong team has favored this game. Um I, I know I know the Pacers have been kind of going lights out lately, but but uh but I, I think Houston um, covers and, and, and wins this game.
2: Yeah, yeah. I couldn't agree with you more. I need a big game from Harden being my number one pick uh this year in my league of record money league. So I'm looking forward to that. I think you know, we're seeing this Indiana team. They're starting to realize that losing T.J. Warren was kind of you know, crucial uh, to their rotations and whatnot. We're looking and seeing that their depth pieces and their situational guys aren't meant to get the amount of burn that they're getting. Um, <clears throat> another game that interested me, kind of stuck out to me, was that Washington line started at plus eight. It's at plus six and a half on the road at Philly, six and one Philly. I think they're due for a loss. I think Washington can maybe win this game. I'm crazy, but, you know, that's my general thought on it. I might do, like, a little half-unit half, half spring goal in Washington. Um, I don't know, just a feeling, just a hunch again, like I said. I, I've got a few of them.
3: So so that's, you know, that um, this Wizards-Sixers game is a game to keep an eye on. Um, Joel Embiid should sit tonight or tomorrow night. Um, they're, you know, Phillies, uh, they've got a back-to-back coming up. Um, I would not be surprised if, um, if uh, you know, there's going to be a late sit on on Joel Embiid. Obviously, uh, I would take the Wizards plus six and a half. Embiid is a big part of um, of that Sixers offense uh, overall. Plus thirty net rating with Embiid on the court compared to off the court. So uh, if um, you know if Embiid's not playing, I'm, I'm hammering six or plus six plus six and a half i'll tell excuse me seven uh wizards i'll take wizards all the way to plus five
2: yeah yeah i think that's a good spot um another toss out maybe maybe play the under in this one um 233 is a lot of points um with the inefficiencies that we've seen from time to time with philly and with washington and then nb definitely if he gets rolled out this is going to drop so might as well you know if you like it take your shake on the under 233 because it's go to like 227 without Embiid would be my guess, 228 maybe. It's a lot of movement. Uh,
3: Maybe not. Yeah, and just just a little uh, pointer. You know, a lot of times you're trying to figure out if a guy's going to be playing or not. If you just all of a sudden notice that the line just moved from six to five and it hasn't been announced yet, there's a good chance sharp bettors out there betting big money who have connections found out that Embiid is sitting, and that's why the line just moved from six to five in the in the Wizards favor so a lot of times you can you know I'm I'm sitting here waiting to hear about Embiid and I see that I see the Wizards just went from plus six to plus five some heavy money going on the Wizards usually that's a clue that uh, Embiid's gonna sit
2: You know, you can follow all the beat reporters you want on Twitter. You can try to get all the information. You can Google this, Google that. But sometimes the pudding is the numbers and the proof is going to be right in there. And if you just look at the line, that's going to tell you what you need to know. Like you said, those big batters with the connections, the Vegas groups, the New Jersey guys, people in the desert, that's just the way it goes sometimes. All right. Uh, Cleveland, Orlando, no true opinion whatsoever on this one for me. Uh, Cleveland, they're going to be down, I believe, garland or Sexton, i can't remember if it was garland or sexton but one of the guys was highly questionable to play so
3: yeah garland garland's going to be out
2: garland is out. okay cool yeah so like i said complete punt game for me you can talk about it if you want but uh i'm not too interested in it
3: yeah i mean i i I can't disagree i think evan fournier is questionable right um for this game i mean the total is 213 it's kind of you know it's, it's it's kind of low but um I mean, if Evan Fournier is, is out, you don't really know. It's just so, so difficult to really cap this game. Um, obviously, you've got two teams with key players out. You probably want to take the points. If I had to take – if I had to make a bet, I'd probably take Cleveland plus six, mm-hmm. um, you know. So that's – that's just don't want to lay six points with Orlando without Evan Fournier on the court, so.
2: So, something funny. We were just talking about Garland and if he's going to be out. I got a Discord <laughs> message for the DFS sector, uh, a, and a great listener of the show, Adam. A- Adam. Uh, oh goodness, I'm sorry, Bud. I'll get your Twitter Twitter handle in here, but uh, it's like his initials. It's Adam Casey, uh, KCK or something like that. But he lit. It just popped up as we were saying that. Said Garland out. <laughs> so. <laughs> That, that another testament to the to the Discord, you know, everyone in there provides information. Uh, let's move on to the next seven thirty game, Boston Miami, probably the game of the night for a lot of people. Plus three and a half for Boston. Uh, I like the Boston side. But I'm just going to keep it simple. Uh, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, they're both playing unreal right now. And I think if Marcus Smart is out, that's a good thing because Peyton Pritchard, being a rookie and all, I think he offers a lot of quickness, a lot of cutting, a lot of um, ways to open the offense up for the Celtics. And I think he could be a heat buster and maybe, you know, diminish some of their defensive prowess. So real briefly on that, that's where I'm at. Boston, I'd locked in plus two and a half. It's moved the opposite way of what I had. So of course I have a little concern. But I think we're seeing Miami have that finals hangover. And I think there are some spots to attack them early in the season. And right here, I think Boston wins this game outright.
3: Yeah, it's, uh, this, this is going to be this is a tough one to cap. Um, um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Boston wins outright for sure. Um, you know, if I had to lean, I'd probably lean Miami just because of the home court advantage.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, you know, I'm, I'm just going to take the, you know, the traveling from Boston to Miami and, you know, being, being at home for, uh, for uh, Miami. I know Boston just came from, I mean, they just had a back-to-back they were just in Detroit then they went to Toronto. Um, Now they're going to Miami. Um, So those miles do add up. Um, You know, Miami is at home. So uh, their last game was also at home. So uh, I would, I would imagine they're, you know, Jimmy Butler is a little beat up. He's not the healthiest guy in the world, but I think they're well-rested and I think that's going to be enough for, for Miami to cover and win the game, but no doubt about it. Boston could definitely win this game for sure.
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, it's good to be on the opposite side. Sometimes it offers a lot of perspective. Uh, I'm just going to run through a couple uh other games real briskly here real quick, just to uh, get through some of the other NBA stuff. And then, like I said, kind of like with NCAA stuff, just, you know, stop me, pause me, let me know what you think, uh, interject. Charlotte, Atlanta, this is going to be a fun game. DFS opportunities here. <clears throat> Excuse me. I've got Hayward and Rozier on a team. Um, Atlanta, obviously, with a lot of exciting talent. I took the plus six for Charlotte. over unders 232, so lots of points of, uh, uh, are expected. So, like I said, real briefly, plus six for me on Charlotte. Uh, Detroit-Milwaukee, complete uh, punt game as far as the side goes. I like the under. I locked in under 226.5. It's at 225.5 now. It opened at 227. So I feel pretty good about being there in that spot. And uh, Oklahoma City, New Orleans, uh, plus eight for me with the Thunder. New Orleans, inconsistent, young. They can get in foul trouble early. They don't really play a lot of disciplined defense. They play good defense, but just not – disciplined and I think this Oklahoma City team actually matches up really well with New Orleans other than Zion Williams just being a freak down in the low
3: post uh any thought on those three games that I rapidly shot at you um I, I actually like the Hawks first half <laughs> not the full game just sure. the first half and then uh you know potentially catching the the um the Hawks money line if, if, if Charlotte starts off early uh, I mean, just just you know, seeing Charlotte, they're just they're, they're trying to figure themselves out. Um, they're just not very consistent. And I think um, you know, with the Hawks' last loss, I think that um, should be it should be should be a little bit of a different game. Um, that New Orleans OKC game, I'm probably going to play the under that game. Um, OKC is one of the, is the worst offense in the league. They really have no way to score outside of SGA. Um, the, you know, they're dead last in three-point percentage. Um, Pelicans, believe it or not, at 28th in pace. They're fifth in defensive rating. Um, so I think, I, I think the under this game, I might play the first half under, live bet. Um, the other under, I wouldn't be surprised if Thunder don't even score over 100 points. Mm. Um, that offense is just it's brutal
2: yeah I couldn't agree with you more on that I actually was looking at the under in this game decided to take the points because if it's going to go under I think going to be closer need some positive regression from the thunder all right now I'm just going to rapid fire the last three looks like little babies stirring here I told you we would pause if uh that happened but we're, we're at the home stretch so I'm gonna go ahead and just uh finish finish the job here uh Toronto, Phoenix, plus three. Toronto on the road, and again, these game, the last three games for me, I have no side or play on them. I haven't really dug in too much, so um, looking for some insight from you if you've got it. That's a weird number for me. It's a key number. Phoenix is playing great. Um, Devin Booker could light it up at any moment. He's been quiet to start the year, um, and then the Clippers and the Warriors. Clippers are only one and a half point favorites against Golden State. Again, fishy, really weird. Um, Chicago, Sacramento, plus seven for the Bulls. Man. Man, oh man. The Bulls, they made a lot of hoop ballers money last night. Uh, Lots and lots of uh, exposure for us, but in back-to-back performances, not too sure about it. Going to go ahead and leave all these last three games off of my card. Good matchups. I'll be watching that Toronto-Phoenix game because I want to get more data on them. And, um, you know, Clippers, Warriors on ESPN, 10 o'clock tonight. There's not going to be much else on. So as a basketball fan, I gots to get some of it. And I'll probably have some DFS exposure to it. But like I said, yeah. the last three games, I'm not – it's it's jumbled spaghetti for me.
3: So. That's so funny, man. I actually like some of these last three games. Oh. Um, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll start with Phoenix, uh, you know, just, 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 you know, word of caution. The NBA is just crazy right now. I'm, I'm not putting in any bets until uh, personally, until I know who's playing. I mean, some of these, some of these guys are just randomly sitting. It's just, you know, um, so I'm, I'm going to wait a little bit, but uh, specifically the Clippers game, but I'll get to that in a second. Um, I like Phoenix minus two and a half. Um, the Raptors are just an absolute mess. I mean, it's so hard to to talk about them this way, but they're just they're just they're they're a disaster. Siakam is a mess. Um, sound, just based off of that of him being benched for disciplinary issues, I, I would imagine there's some internal locker room issues. Um, Bain's been a disaster. The bench is just terrible. Um, I think Phoenix is just set up, um, set up better to 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 be able to win this game. Um, it's in Phoenix, so I actually I'm I'm gonna play, making sure that there's you know no questionable benches. I'm definitely gonna play um, Phoenix minus two and a half tonight. Um, next game that we can jump over to.
2: You said you like the Clippers and the Warriors game, or. Yeah, yeah. There. So let's
3: let's talk about the Kings and uh, Bulls. So, okay. um, I like the Kings here. Um, I'm gonna probably bet the first half. Right now, the Kings are uh, are are uh, minus seven. Um, kind of a brutal spot for the Bulls. Second leg of a road back to back, and their third game in four nights. Um, I'm gonna wait to see if uh, Halliburton plays for the Kings. I think if he's ruled out, um, line might move uh, in the favor of the Bulls. Maybe I can catch it at, like, minus five for the full game, but I'm definitely going to bet the first half. Um, let's see what that line is at right now, first half.
2: Well, yeah, and the so Bulls can... start slow. You know, they were down 20 to the Blazers in the first half yesterday.
3: Yeah, the Bulls are one of the worst teams in the league. Um, so I'm probably, I'll probably catch a Bull, uh, the Kings' first half, minus three and a half. Um and then live bet the uh the, the the kings if the bulls for whatever reason um start off early but I just think the bulls are just in a brutal spot here um and uh good good spot for the for the kings. Um going over to the Clippers and Golden State. Um I would not be surprised if Paul George and Kawhi Leonard sit tonight.
2: I actually just, the Discord thing again, uh, Discord uh, server going crazy. Apparently the buzz is Kawhi is probably going to be out.
3: Yeah. So, so uh, Paul George sat last night and a great example. I had Clippers first half minus five last night. And uh, Paul George sat randomly out of the blue. And I, you know, I feel like I do a good job researching. Um, and uh, I marked that as a loss before the game even started. Yeah. Went to bed, didn't even bother trying to hedge it. <laughs> um, so so uh, I, I think the line is where it's at. Because let's be honest, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are playing in this game. The line is going to be minus eight, minus seven. Um, I think the line's at plus one and a half right now because, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the Warriors haven't been any anything too exciting. The Clippers on a second game back to back. So... Yeah. Warriors plus one and a half. I wouldn't be surprised Warriors win this game for sure.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Not a bad money line spot for the Warriors getting a shorthanded Clippers team. Um, Don't know if there's enough value on it for me being a little gun shy as I am, but you know, some great, great value for the NBA tonight, obviously on the NCAA side as well. A real great night of hoops tonight. It's full. It's abundant. It's going to be awesome. Well, Again, folks, this gentleman here that was gracious enough to jump on, was Mo Dell, make sure to check him out on Twitter, at M-O-E-D-E-Triple-L, and uh, make sure to check out his Discord server too. The guy, Mo, you you put out some really great analysis, and you talk about teams like Lamar and Nickel State, so... Uh,
3: That's epic that we actually both had that on our card. I
2: know, that's that's (laughs) just so great. That's how it goes, though. Great minds think alike, but sometimes they mirror each other um, to give it a little backwards compatibility, if you will. So, well, Mo, like I said, I couldn't have been more excited about this show. I've been looking forward to it since we put it on the books. I enjoy our conversation. Like I said, I had no doubts that we would, you know, have some great ramblings and some discussion um we weren't on the same side on everything and that's great for the listeners because it gives a lot of perspectives so but um i'm gonna go ahead and let you give one last little plug here let the folks know about your discord server and you know just kind of what maybe they could expect from you here in the next couple months
3: yeah sure i appreciate it man thank you for uh for having me on the show um gave out my twitter handle i do have a discord channel just a you know good spot to talk 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 uh, sports betting. Um, I do post all of my plays on there, including my live bets. I'm pretty active in there. Um, so yeah, I mean if you know I, if if you are bored and uh, want to talk sports or maybe get some free picks, definitely uh, come come join us. Um, but yeah, uh, always a pleasure being on the show. Looking forward to the next opportunity. Um, yeah, thanks for having me on, man.
2: Yeah, absolutely. We need to make this a monthly or a bi-weekly thing or something. I think you're going to be a great piece to uh, a great mind to, you know, tap into not only for the listeners, but for me, like, I love bouncing stuff off of you. I've found that within our discussion that, you know, again, I think I've said it probably, this is the ninth time, but I just enjoy it. I do. And uh, I need to get in on that discord. I need to get in there with you. I need to uh, get some conversation, extra conversation going. So on down. Well, let's listeners, you know I'm Devin Ellington, but if you don't, that's me again, at D-A-L-E-007 on Twitter, and at Hoopball gaming on Twitter as well. Don't forget to go to Hoop-Ball.com. Sign up for some premium content. It's modestly priced. You're going to get your money back. You're going to probably win three times your money the first couple uh, bets or DFS lineups you put in together, and um, you're also going to have some great, great content, great, great uh, guests, Uh, great great just conversation not only with our pros but the the community the family that we're growing here and it's growing fast but we'd love to have you so make sure to use those promo codes manscape.com over at mybookie.ag the two show sponsors once again make sure to leave those five-star reviews for us if you leave a one-star review at least do it constructively Give us some criticisms, even in the five-star reviews. Let us know what we can do. I'm I'm here to get better each and every day and uh, learn how to better my community and uh, grow with you guys also. So let us know what we can do. DM us. Shout out to Mo. Let him him get some of y'all's questions and uh, thoughts as well. Uh, He's a great mind to pick. So Mo, again... Thanks, bud. And um, I'm looking forward to the next one already. We need to go ahead and just get it on the books.
3: Sounds good. I'm ready.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Well, as always, listeners, I am sending you all of my good vibes, all of my good energies. Let's win some money tonight. And uh, we'll see you on the next one.
1: This has been a Hoop Ball presentation. Sick of being upsold at gyms?